Let's go. Episode 15 of the Winning Program Podcast. We're here in December 29th, 2021. The, the new year, 2022, almost on the horizon. I'm, I'm one of your hosts, co-host Domino Arth with co-host blank ej <laughs> oh man all right dude th- so yeah. the season's been cooking the season's been steaming and we've been seeing teams you know we've been seeing surprising good teams and we've been seeing teams that are surprisingly on the downfall like the la lakers all right now shut up that's not how we even gonna start this okay um anyways projected um, to be first in the west you're by yours in truly today's episode um We'll be talking about some of the contenders that we've seen now that we're about 40% through with the season, I would say. And, um, yeah, go 30. That's been a, yeah. And then one team that we've seen as a big letdown as well this season the Los so, Angeles um, Lakers. No, we're not talking about the Lakers because that was the last video, the last episode. Um, we're still updated news, but no, shut up, dog. <laughs> Alright. Oh man. Still okay. disappointed. But yeah, um correct me if I'm wrong, I'm gonna give you a short list of teams so far this season. Like I contenders? Seen. Yeah, that I think are legitimate contenders, you know. Because before I even get to the contender category, I think what we should put it as is a team that's capable of reaching the conference finals. Because I feel like if you can put yourself in the conference finals you don't even have to be the best team, but you've already put yourself in a great position to make it to the finals and challenge for the um, title, you know, once you're in the conference finals, east or west. So yes, that's, sir. My, that's my categories here. So um, with that being said, these are my contenders right now. You got the Warriors. Yeah. You got the Nets. You got the Bulls. You got the Suns. Yes, sir. You got the Bucks, the reigning champions. Yeah. You got the Miami Heat. And then the last team I have on here, big, big, big question mark because they mess it up every year, the Utah Jazz. Oh. Anyone to add or take off that list? Whew. Honestly, that list is pretty solid. You know, we, we've seen those contenders ball out this season, you know, winning the most of their games, especially the Warriors yeah. popping off without... Um, take off the Jazz. I wouldn't. They're, they're still a big uh, defensive team, especially the Rudy Gobert, possibly. You know, the, the next Depoy again. Is it four-time Depoy? Three-time? Three no. Draymond's yeah. going to win it this year. Yeah, Draymond's a big contender. We'll see what happens. Because 30% through the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, the Jazz are kind of iffy, you know, because we saw what the Clippers did to him last year without Kawhi, so it's... Yeah, they got you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get out of the team, so. especially in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'll have my question marks around them, but um, yeah, I think that before we move on from this, obviously we should just talk about some of the strengths of each of these teams. You know, I mean, you see the Warriors. I think they have the current Defensive Player of the Year, Draymond Green. Obviously, you have Steph Curry, um, an incredible offense. Yeah, best point guard in the league. So I mean. Of course, there's not even a debate. Better, Dude, MVP candidate too, Steph Curry. Yep. Um, and then Clay Thompson's coming back soon. And Wiseman probably, but Wiseman, you know, you like that. No, we don't care about Wiseman. We're talking about Clay Thompson right now. <laughs> the Splash Bros are coming back. Um, That's gonna be scary. 
what is it now? Are you gonna make him come January? Yeah, we saw the we have we saw the Suns drop. They dropped the Warriors on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. I mean, so since Dominic is such a big Suns <laughs> fan, let's go and talk about the Suns now. Okay, they yeah, we the saw the current just, reigning Western Conference champions. Stop talking. The winning about program, Dominic. The winning program. Talking about the Suns. Name of the podcast. I will talk about them because yeah. you are very biased. <laughs> That's I'm like I'm not biased for this. All right, I'll, I'll correct him. Um, the Suns have um, a really good offense. When it gets going, that pick and roll offense is elite, and with Mikhail Bridges and some other players around them, they have a really strong defense. Mm. I mean, yeah, you know, they they have a lot of good players. I like a lot of the Suns players, except this one player. Man, I hate this one player so much. I hate That's- Jay Crowder. I'm That's Jay Crowder, the, the starting power forward for the Phoenix Suns, but he's out of COVID protocols. But I mean, you know, he's been balling yeah, out. Man. He's been balling out he's some games. Home. But yeah, like like EJ said, the pick the pick and roll offense thriving once again, and DA's out, and but like JaVale, the, JaVale the, McGee's holding down the five. Yeah, oh, yeah. and Mikael Bridges, McGee. JaVale McGee, you know, showing the defensive presence when DA is not in there. You know, I think it was a great pickup. In the offseason as a backup center. center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, that's what we lacked in the finals. Or, I mean, that's what the Suns lacked in the finals and the yeah, playoffs sure. last year. They got yep. by, by Giannis. But they're in a the game with OKC. I think they're winning. Uh, last time I saw it was close. It was like 71 to 70. But that was like probably like 10, 15 minutes ago. So I got to check now. Hold on. All right. it, yeah, it's 96 90 Suns. Seven minutes left, fourth game. Hold it down. But yeah, um, the next team on the contenders list, you know, you got the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, Kyrie Irving hasn't played this season due to um, some COVID vaccine ruling stuff in New York. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. He is Um, coming back soon, though. Yep. For away games, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, James Durant right now playing elite offensive basketball, scoring the ball incredibly efficiently. Um, Then you have James Harden, who started off the season horrendous. You know, they were talking talking about him eating Krispy Kreme donuts, you know. Um, Because he looked out of shape, and he was missing shots, too. I know. If you go on NBA Twitter or, like, NBA TikTok even, dudes were just calling him Harmicky all season long when the season started. Like, he was obviously out yeah, of shape. Yeah, rough start of the season. But now he's back, you know. Um, yeah, he got caught in 4K in pictures. Oh, man. But, dude, we always think about the Nets as an elite offense because of all the players that they got. But they're, like, yeah. the number six ranked defense right now, and that just goes to show how much of that, in, how much of an improvement they've had on last season with some of the smaller role players that they've picked up, you know? Yeah. Like, like Claxton, I mean, he's been right. Yeah, and then you got Bruce Brown, who also gives a lot of help defensively. Paul Millsap plays a little bit. Mar- um, LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, Blake Griffin looks terrible. He sucks. Mm. He's got to get out like of the tried, He only tried last year, man. He was like, I won a title last year. And when he didn't get it, he's like, nah, I'm not trying in the NBA no more because he sucks right now. But, um, maybe maybe this year for the Nets. It's been last second. Yeah. yeah. Um then we got the Chicago Bulls, you know. 
I don't know. Talk about the Bulls. I don't watch them enough. Well, I mean, I watch them a bit, and you see how they're thriving with, you know, the new center Vooch they picked up, and DeMar DeRozan, and Zach Levine, and Lonzo's out. Uh, Lonzo's out of COVID. Kobe White's taking over. And, yeah, I've seen um, I've seen DeRozan actually cook the Lakers in a big win, you know, for the team. And he, he's been having a good season. Averaging, like, 27 points. Solid pickup for the Bulls, scoring-wise. And then bringing in Vooch, you know. He, he's a bucket getter. He's the paint dominator. And, and having Lonzo. Oh, what are you saying? When DeMar left Toronto, everyone was making fun of him. You know, that was the year that LeBron sweeped Toronto again. And it was 2018, the 4-0, you know. Yeah, they sweeped the Raptors. Yeah, LeBron toe. Um, and then DeMar got traded for Kawhi. King James um, toe. Yeah, everyone forgot about DeMar for the two years he went into San Antonio. But this dude came to Chicago and absolute different breed. Like, you don't see people shoot the mid-range at the volume and as well as he does other than, like, Kevin Durant. Like, yeah, he's been hitting man the shots. Is insane. The man is absolutely insane. Yeah. But then um, now let's go to the reigning champion, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I don't think there's much to be said here. We all know how good they are defensively. With Giannis. Giannis. And then when you have Giannis, that offense is always going to work somehow. Dude's an absolute beast. And then Bobby uh, Portis from Ballin. We don't care about Bobby Portis. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see? I, don't, I think it was yesterday. What? The man was driving to the rim against the Magic or something, and he literally ragdolled one of the defenders. Like, he's so dominant. It's not even funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. All right, and then um, we got the Miami Heat, uh, elite defense. And now that they have Cal Lowry and Tyler Hero playing with, really well, uh, they got some pick-and-roll demons that could help their offense a lot. So, yeah, we like yeah, the Miami Heat. Jimmy Bucket's been balling. And then, Dom, tell us what you like about the Jazz. What, what I like about the Jazz is the... Nothing. It's the defensive presence with um, Rudy Gobert, and you can see what they do on the offensive side of Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, and then the sixth man of the year. Yeah, and the sixth man of the year, Jordan Clarkson, so... Or Joe Ingles, depends on how you look at yeah. it, man. Yeah, they're both finalists for that, yeah. Yeah, they're both finalists for the six man. So, yeah, they show a good presence on both sides of the ball. So, it's still they, they're still contenders. Although they did, they they choked last year against the Clippers. Yeah, I feel it was interesting, you know, because they just the Clippers went five out offense for Rudy Gobert out of the paint, and when you do that, Utah's defense becomes mediocre. And yeah, that's the only reason I have question marks for them because, like, how are you gonna? Fix that in the playoffs. Are you going to revert to playing a zone? Are you going to be switching on picks and roll cover? I mean, it doesn't really make sense to me. So I don't understand how good they can really be until I see it again in a seven-game series. We'll see how the playoffs tell it, but still a long season to go. Long time out. And they should finish probably. They'll probably finish top three seed. For sure. Like they did last year. Last year they were number one, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were on a 70-win pace. 
But it was a shortened season last year, so they didn't get the chance to hit that. Yeah, and games are getting postponed. And, you know, players are getting COVID protocols. It affects teams. Yeah, but um, we'll try to hope that it's not another, well, we know it's another resurgence, but I think we're just going to be oblivious to it until it gets really bad, you know. Um, let's just hope the NBA keeps it going on and we get some good basketball, you know. Yeah, sure. But yeah, those are the current contenders that we got going on. So I think now we should talk about yes, sir. one of the biggest disappointments. Like disappointing teams? Yeah, I mean, oh, and this one you. isn't even a team that I support, you know. But I mean, it's a team of the second best point guard in the NBA, you know. Normally had an elite offense. You know, Dame, Dalla. What's going on the with the Trailblazers? The Portland Trailblazers. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think they need another star on the team to help Dame out. Just, you know. Just to give him that little, give him that little, like, I don't give him a little comfort. I think he needs another star player. I mean, they, they have talent, like, Nestor Little. He's been balling recently. And CJ McCollum's out. I don't know. I, I think they're just lacking shooting. And they're lacking the defensive presence. But I think I think Nance starts for him at the five. Or someone does. Okay. I mean, you know I'm an advanced stats um, nerd, so... Let's I'm hear just it. looking at these things. Um, but before I get to that advanced stats, let's just say the Blazers have been injured a lot this year, you know. Dame got hurt. CJ's hurt. Yeah, CJ's hurt. Across the board. Um, yeah, CJ has a lung problem, I think. Yep. And then we got a new coach, Chauncey Billups, this year, you know. And yeah. um, he's, he's an NBA legend, you know, don't get me wrong. But the dude sucks at coaching. Um, and there have been many internal problems already. Apparently, he's been unpleased with the players' effort in games and in practices. And players have yeah, been equally reports. frustrated with him and his demeanor. So I don't really know what that means. But all that I can see in my head is that he's going to get fired soon. Or this is going to be a one-season hit, you know? Yeah. Well, we'll see how it pans out if they keep losing that, yeah. And if the chemistry's yeah. not there with Coach. Not like a good the team. Twelfth seed, right? Can you run that for me? I can run it for you. Uh, yeah, they're twelfth seed. That's terrible. They suck. <laughs> but all right, let's get into the advanced stats. Um, well, it's not even that advanced, you know. Let's just go defensive rating. They're the fifth worst defense in the league. Let me say that again. Yeah. Fifth worst. Fifth worst defense in the league. They're bottom five. They're terrible at defending I mean or is it bottom six I don't know either six or the fifth I don't know I have to check the graph again but they suck okay their defensive rating is like 113.2 they can't defend to save their lives in the pick and roll they've been blitzing a lot so doubling the ball handler (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think you heard that beep but um yeah I was gonna say yeah I was going to say the Trailblazers, they allowed Porzingad, Porzingas to have 34 points. So, yeah, we mentioned the fifth worst defense in the league. Yeah, defense is a big issue, especially with Nance starting at the center. Raise questions. I think Nurkic is out in injury again. I mean, yeah, I mean, Porzingis is good, but, yeah, you don't want to drop 34 points to anyone. Oh, yeah, protocols. 
Nurkic protocols. Yeah. But um, the other thing here, the surprising thing about the Portland Trailblazers is that their defense is always terrible. We always know this. That's how it's been every yeah. year for like the past eight years. Their defense has always sucked. They've always allowed a lot of but, points. But the problem was, well, well, the solution was they always offense though. So um, that always made up for everything, you know. You know, every year they were like top seven in offensive rating, and when the playoffs came around, they were even higher because they Blazers, you know, they're a perimeter centric team. They're not a run and gun transition team that could be possibly slowed down in the playoffs, you know. So their offense was always great, but this year is a different story, you know. Bottom five or bottom six defense. I don't even remember, but it's like yeah. a 109.6 rating. Like they literally suck offensively. Yeah, offensively hasn't been there. I think mean, you know, CJ McCollum's been out, but yeah. Dame, Dame hasn't been balling. Balling. I mean, and yeah, and it's just crazy to think about it's it. It's probably because yeah. of, of the lack of talent surrounding him, arguably. I mean, yeah, but the team is the same as last year, and last year with. Terry Stotts as a coach, they were still a top offense, you know. Um, it's, you think it's Chauncey Billups' ways or no? It can't be. I mean, it's Chauncey, and then it's um, and it's him, and then it's the players, you know. Like I said, they've been injured, but listen to Dame's splits right now. 24-4-7 on 40% from the field. Horrendous. Yeah. 32, well, like 33% from three, pretty bad. Yeah. And 89 and a half from the line, that's fine, you know. But those are horrendous numbers at 40.3, shooting 40% from the field, dog. That's terrible, man. Yeah, it's, and I know he's been in. His efficiency is, yeah, it's, it's different this year, the efficiency on shots. Because you're from the role yeah. too. Oh, yeah, the um, rule change does make it harder when players are going to the rim. But, um, Dame's just been missing so many threes that he normally makes. It's kind of insane. Yeah, Dame Dalla. And then um, you got CJ, right? CJ's averaging about 21, 4, and I guess 5 if you round up. He's shooting 42% from the field. That's not efficient. He's shooting 39% from three. That's pretty good. But he's only shooting 70% from the line, and he's like a career 82% or something shooter. So um, that's also pretty interesting, you know. It's been letting down season. I mean, at this point, you see the way the team is, and we all know damn well the Blazers aren't doing anything in the playoffs, you know. They're not going to win the championship. Yeah, they might not get there. There. What do you mean they might? Oh well, the playoffs. Oh yeah, <laughs> they might not get, fault. No, they fault. probably I won't get about there. the finals. I was like, no. what the hell? No, they, they, yeah. they most likely won't go. Oh for most sure, likely. they might not even make the playoffs. Like you said, um, they haven't changed this roster in so long. When is yeah, it time? New, for, they need new talent around Dame. You need when to, is it time for the general manager to sit his ass down and say, "Yeah, oh. it's time to rebuild"? <laughs> yeah, they need a rebuild. Get some young, fresh talent around. But when are they finally going to do it? Or when is Dame going to finally leave or ask to leave? Like, I'm tired of it, you know? Yeah, Dame could be tired of because he wants to be on a contender, try to win a championship, you know? So, I mean, if you're the the GM of the Blazers, Dom. If I'm Dom, okay. GM Blazers. Yeah. Tell me, 
Who are you Dame... trying to trade Dame for? Or what are you trying to trade Dame for? Like a team? Like a... <laughs> no, like, uh, I mean, he, wait, 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 before you go, obviously you could pick a player, you could pick a player, right, that you're trying to trade for, and then you'll build a new franchise around them, but then you could also pick to trade for draft picks from, like, a trash team, you know, or a team that may not be too good in the future, or you could just, I don't know, trade uh, I'm gonna, for Yeah, I'll target players. the Sixers. I don't know why you do that, but... <laughs> yeah, I would target the Sixers, I will try to get Simmons, and... Hmm. Possibly Matisse Thibel, you know. Still throwing a couple guards in there, and then I'd no, say a couple. We're talking about rounds. Damian Lillard. What? You really no, think no. Ben Simmons and Thibel is enough? Because if that was the case, then Philly would have done that a long time ago. I mean, yeah, basically, because this is yeah. Simmons brings the defensive presence in the guard, but like not offensive presence. So that's why I think. A couple first-round picks, Ben Simmons. And then, you know, a couple role players on the Sixers, like, I'd say Thibel and possibly Matt or um, Tyrese Maxey. Facts, okay. I understand that. I like that idea. And I think that's what a lot of people are leaning towards, but I don't want to be like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, What would you do, EJ? EJ, if you're a GM of of Portland, EJ, what are you doing? So you, you see that the New Orleans Pelicans suck and Zion might be unhappy, right? Yeah, Zion is currently out. So what the Pelicans do here, they take all the trades, I mean all the draft picks that they still have from the Lakers trade, they put that in a trade. They take a lot of their future first rounders, they put that in a trade. So let's say they put like six to, uh, maybe that's a lot. Let me say four to, four to six draft picks, okay? They put four to six draft picks together, and then they yeah. add, let's say they add Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart for salary, and then another player for salary for Dame. Right there, you give a young player that the Pelicans can still build around while being semi-trash still, so they'll probably still get a lottery pick. And then you create a contender out west with um, Dame and Zion. I mean, that's just me thinking out loud, but hey, who knows? Definitely agree with that idea, you know, just going with the Pelicans to get and sending Dame to New Orleans, you know, building around Brandon Ingram, you see what he's doing and New Orleans balling out. And he was an all-star for New Orleans in the, I think it was 2019-2020 season. He balled out. Dog, the dude was insane. I know. And he got the all-star and then the, yeah, the year after he got traded from the Lakers for Anthony Davis. So... And then yeah, a couple role players in the draft picks. I think it can. I think that could be a deal that, you know, the Pelicans could consider if they are available to Dame or if they want him. Because I think their new their point guard right now is Devontae Graham, so I'm like it would, that. De- it would definitely be an upgrade for the Pelicans. Yeah, man. So I mean, we'll just see what goes on in Portland, but I think we all know what should happen. So. Let's see what happens next, okay? Oh, no, I'm playing. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, what do you do? But um, anyways, guys, I think that's going to be the end of this episode. So what is that, episode 15? Ep- episode 15 in the books. Let's go. Appreciate y'all for listening. We'll see you in episode 16. Sweet 16.